Hi, you've called Age. And Mitch. And this is Message on the Machine. Gritty conversations by smooth operators. You know what to do. Good evening, Dal. Good evening, young man. Cheeky little boy. Oh, none of that, please. You look very cute this evening. Thank you for saying so. I've, I've actually um just got my roommate to do my eyebrows last night. Oh, that's what it is. Not that you've noticed. Not at all. Yeah, cool. I can't see across the desk without my glasses. <laughs> it's quite a um, it's quite a stressful moment handing over the tweezers to someone else. Is it a okay? So it's a tweeze. It's not a um. We're not like doing a thread. No, no, no. She's not a beautician or anything. Okay. But um, usually I do them myself. But in this new house, I don't right now have like a, a hand mirror. Oh, no beauty bar set up. Yeah, no, not yet. Okay. It's all still work in progress. Yeah. But I like my, you know, eyebrow shaping to look very like it hasn't been done. Yeah, natural. But I'm also quite like bushy from, you know, the nose up. Yeah, okay. So... Yeah. Yeah, I was sort of like, just keep it natural, but also I need, like, disconnect between my eyebrows and my hairline. Yeah, okay, cool. Well, welcome back, everyone, (laughs) to another episode of Message on the Machine. My name is H. And I'm Mitch. The one with the bushy eyebrows. Well, not anymore, Dal. No. Not anymore. I'll paint a visual for everyone listening. Mitch has got, um, have you ever seen that movie, Just Go With It, when... With Adam Sandler and the woman who's got the eyebrows that are like halfway up above her head. Don't, don't do that. <laughs> That's nasty. <laughs> no, they look great, Dal. Thank you very much. Kudos to housemate number yeah. two. Yeah, correct. Yeah. Anyway, how are you? How's your week? I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Um, I am working away my new gig, which has been nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, loving that. Yeah. Well, have you made any friends? Like, how's it going? How's the first day? The people obviously want to know. Yeah, good. Um, first day is an interesting one. Oh, God. Not Nothing to do with the job. Like, it was. it's just another Adrian being Adrian. So, yeah. I had a great first day besides lunch. Okay. Didn't want to bring lunch because I was like, don't bring lunch. Like, be cool. Like, go buy lunch. Or it's like, you know. It's also like, oh, maybe I'll be getting a free lunch first day. Yeah, like, maybe we'll go for a team lunch. Yeah, right. Don't know. Anyway, so basically, I really felt like hunky-dory, which was just around the corner. Because I'm working in Port Melbourne, for anyone who's familiar. And I was like, great, I'm just going to head off to Bay Street. So I head over and I'm ordering this meal. And if anyone's familiar with Hunky Dory, they understand that there's a lot of seagulls and pigeons that get attracted to the front of this venue. Even at this time of year. Correct. I feel like I never just really clock eyes on a seagull in August. I mean, look... To be honest, I don't really, like, it's one of those things, like, you don't notice them until they're a problem, right? <laughs> so, I order my food, sit down, playing on my phone as per usual, food comes out, I'm like, great, so you start eating. I look around, and there's, like, I'm not joking, I want to say, like, 30. Oh, it's Hitchcock, the birds. Coming at me. Yeah, right. Red hot. And I'm, like, kind of just, like, looking around, like, cool. Like, And I'm not scared of birds, but also, like, while I'm eating... And then it was kind of a, I noticed it was a mixture of like seagull now featuring pigeon. Yeah. Okay. They've called their friends. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Mixed bag there. There's always that like one really brave pigeon who just looks fucked. Like they've been through the ringer. There's always some kind of warped foot involved. Foot, like a bit of a bung neck to the (laughs) the left. Feathers are disheveled. Like not a prize bird, you know. You're very much, I would say, the pigeon amongst the seagulls most of the time. 
Yeah, but not the fucked one. (laughs) Right? (laughs) Anyway, so... Just the one who's really after that chip. Oh, and he was just, like, etching closer up on top of the table I'm talking to the point where, like, I was like, go away, go away. And then I, like, start, like, getting up to kind of shoo them away. Well, that's just where I went wrong, didn't I? I stood up to shoo these birds away and they just fucking went all over my food. Like, swarm. It was like, the, the moment I stood up, they were like, oh, he's done. Yep. Mind my mind, like, just fucking swamped my whole lunch. It's like us at a busy restaurant, just, like, <laughs> waiting for a table. Oh, yeah. they're done. We, we're sitting down around the dirty plates. Literally. Clear around us. Yeah. yeah oh, okay. Can we take this? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, literally. And Some more fresh water for the table, thanks. My whole lunch, half gone, didn't eat it. Mm. My phone, I got up and I started to actually get quite scared. Like, there was people outside started laughing at me because was, <laughs> there was a bit of a scream a couple of times. Yeah, I can picture it. Left my phone on the table. These birds are like walking all over my phone. I was freaking out. It was like, it was actually quite traumatic. Anyway, long story short, grabbed this phone and just bolted away, covered in like, my phone had like pigeon, like feathers and like, just like oh gunk. God. And I was You've like. You've really gone through the wars. Got home, got back to the office and the girl was like, how was lunch? And I just looked like I'd seen a ghost. <laughs> Fucking starving, covered in pigeon and seagull juice. When I just like washed my hands for 20 minutes. Yeah, right. They were all in hysterics. Do you think that you may have just dropped a rogue chip? Because I just don't see them Mate, having come out of nowhere. I don't know if it was like people aren't eating fish and chips often at the moment. You know, like you said, August. Yeah, right. They're just like, they're hungry for it. Maybe just because you smell like garlic. <laughs> like a big kebab. Oh, that's it. It's my kebab breath. Yeah. Sorry, how silly of me. Yeah, of course. So yeah, that's my latest for this week. Mm. How about yours? Um, Talk to me. Tell me your name. Well, I actually had a pretty traumatic situation at the grocery store the other day. God, we're full of trauma today. Yeah, it's just, I'm glad that we're here to just like, you know, let some things out. So basically, we're just unloading a (laughs) counselling session on this. It's not the first time. It won't be the last, let's be honest. So as we know, if you knew, I don't currently have a car. Yep, I do. Um, that was a conscious choice made by me. Just, you know, going greener. Also, can't afford it. <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> works for everyone. Yeah. yeah. So, Planet and I are on the same page, which is nice. Yeah, great. So, I borrowed my roommate's car just to pop down to Woolies the other day. Not Spawn. Yeah. To pick up some things to make myself a stir fry for dinner and then just lunches throughout the week. Mm, gorge. Was in there for a little bit longer than I anticipated just because I was going to make a chicken stir fry and there was no chicken. And I was like... What do I do? Should I switch to a pasta? Should I like just thrown doing laps? <laughs> just We're all like, there. is this too hard? Should I just get some chips and salsa? I find when someone calls me when I'm at the supermarket and I'm just thrown off. I'm like, what was I here for? I've just done the same aisle three yeah, times. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, somehow I've ended up just with like tuna and soy sauce. <laughs> yeah. Um, pivoted to beef stir fry, so that was oh. fine. Phew. Come outside of the Woolies. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, that's unfortunate. Someone's getting towed. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, <laughs> I was like, holy fuck, that is the car that I drove here in. Because it's not a car that I'm like used to driving. So I didn't just register instantly. <laughs> Look at that, that poor bugger. So I mean, I was like, oh my fucking God, my roommate is about to get her car impounded. Fuck. So I run over just being like, just trying to be really cool about this. And I was like, what's going on? <laughs> Drop the grocery. Yeah, literally just sprint out. And when I say about to get towed, like, the car was hooked up to the truck. Fuck. Like, 
he's taking photos of the crime scene. Where, where, where the fuck did you park in a Woolies High Street, park? High Street Paran. Oh, in a clearway, apparently from 4.30 to 6.30, which is poorly marked, can I say. Mm. And he's like, oh, is this your car? And I was like, oh, not, no, <laughs> I just borrowed it. He's asking. Yeah, literally. And he's like, come with me, please. Took me down. Showed me this sign that is like, as I've said, terribly lit. Yeah. <laughs> Like, I'm losing my eyesight. Of course I wasn't going to see that. Is that a wider issue while I'm driving? Probably, but... PSA, City of Sonnington, look into that. Yeah, please. And I'm looking back and I'm like, well, there's a van parked behind me. So, is he next or what's, you know, (laughs) this is just inequality. This is a hate crime. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) And he's like, I'm going to let you off this one. And I was like, oh my God, thank you so much. Wait, was the car up on the thing? So the car was hooked. Okay. But not had not yet been uh, pulled to so try. All he had to do was just unhook himself. Yeah, yeah. Well, he's like, I'm gonna let you off, blah blah blah. And I'm looking back, being like, this poor van, <laughs> mate, you're in for it. Yeah. He's like, you know what? I'll you can go because I've got other victims. I can. Yeah. Yeah. Great. He walks back to the van and goes, Oh, don't worry about it, mate. The fucking van <laughs> is a scout. There's a mole in the small vehicle game, which is a van driving up and down the streets. Oh my God. Pointing out who needs to be towed. That makes a lot of sense because I've been towed and it was like on the dot as soon as the clock ticked over, gone. Mm. That van, sneaky fucker. Yeah. Anyway, so he's like gone underneath, unhooked my car and he was like, if you had been 30 seconds later... If the wheels are on wheels. the tray or what, I don't know. I was like, I was going to say, I reckon as soon as the wheels go up, yeah, you're, you're too late. Yeah, gone. I would have just watched it drive away. And I was like, I'm going to, like, I would have had to go home and be like, <laughs> bad news. I couldn't have even been picked up because my roommate had no car because I just lost it. <laughs> bad news. I don't have a car and now I've lost yours. <laughs> <laughs> and I had to walk back with my groceries and also we're having beef stir fry. Which is now questionable if we're having the beef. <laughs> oh, that's fucked. Yeah, there's nothing worse. I've had it happen before. Oh. And I was like, oh, I've forgotten where I parked. And I just did a few laps and realised that, hold on. No, the car's actually just no longer here. Yeah, it's gone. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> cool. Well, so, so anyway, now we've covered that. Yes. Tell me, what did you Google this week? Well, it's funny that you should actually bring that up. Yeah, because, because I never do. No. But my Google is car related yet again. Oh, okay. Mm. Not sure why, since when we became mechanics, but anyway. <laughs> um, so I got a letter from Vic Pohl. Oh, God. Uh, just letting me know that, unfortunately, I only have one demerit point left. Yeah, okay. So AG was just doing a bit of a Google looking into that, because mm. you can log into like Vic Roads and check mm. your points and like sort of where they came off. And yeah, it's not looking good for me at this current point. So I'm on a very strict, uh, no speeding, rule abiding schedule which, which obviously it just should be really rule of thumb <laughs> i think but um yeah look i mean they they date back like the 12 points have been they date back within three years worth of accumulation yeah so how long is it before a refresh so i've done my research yeah i was gonna say you'd know right now because i'm counting down the minutes <laughs> and the days till i get some points back um basically every three years okay so yeah cool because you are can we say heavily on the roads yes and that do you know what like i drive a lot yeah to get to the studio, to get to work, to get yeah. to home. Like, they're all in different parts of Melbourne. Mm. So, I do drive a lot. With a lead foot. Yeah. My car's just it's quite touchy. <laughs> yeah. oh, it's, oh, a big, oh, it's a big right-o. V6, you know. It's got a yeah, lot of guts. Of yeah. yeah okay. anyway. Bit of go-to her. Yeah. That's me. So, watch this space, guys. It might be 
might be walking to the studio. <laughs> well, I God. unfortunately cannot pick you up. <laughs> so <laughs> soon we'll be two boys, two mics, no cars. Yeah, cool. Remote. <laughs> uh, what did you Google this week, my friend? Um, my Google was um, funniest Australian slang. Oh, yeah. Fun. Yeah. Tell us some. Just, you know, a few drinks. I find, like, it's sort of, like, in the vein of, like, things white people say. Like, do you know those accounts? Yeah, love that one. They're like, oh, yeah. I've opened a packet of biscuits. Those will be trouble. Yeah, love that yeah. so much. I find it so funny. Yeah, me too. So that's the kind of thing I was looking for. Um, and just, you know, a few wines deep. Yeah. For some reason, something like dog's breakfast was just really hitting the spot in that moment. So yeah. I'm really glad that I Googled it. Can you use dog's breakfast in a sentence for me, please? Dal, you look like a dog's breakfast today. <laughs> you saw that coming? Yeah. Alrighty, so let's get cracking into our episode of Your Message, Our Machine, which is obviously why we're here. This week we threw it to you guys and I actually put up some specific question boxes this time because I thought, let's really break it down. Oh, you're such a control freak. I thought we could do like a bit of a category round, you know, questions yeah, okay. from a category. Because mm. sometimes we just get like a lot of like, how long till you guys have sex? Yeah. Which. And then you've made one of the categories sex. Yeah. So I was like, people obviously want to discuss that. <laughs> so if you could just direct that question to the sex box. Yeah. Yeah. So basically we've gone through and picked out our favorite question from each category. Pretty correct? Much. Yes. Cool. Pretty much. There's a couple that overlap, but yeah. Yeah. Cool. Well, do you want to just jump straight into it? I can do that for you, Dale. First one comes from the sex category. Speak yeah, of the right. devil. Mm. Have you ever had sex on a night out mid-sesh? Or like a bathroom situation. I'm feeling like bathroom. I'm feeling like it could be like a kick-on sex. Oh, yeah. Right. Um, like, I'm going to go with like the words mid-sesh kind of being like the key point there. I don't think that I ever have. Yeah, I'm struggling to think. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I was like... I don't know if you're going to put your own cards on the table here, but... You're going to put mine down for yeah, me. Yeah, I know that you have, so... Okay. Well, <laughs> yeah. That's probably true upon reflection. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I guess, well, the ones that kind of come to mind is like, yeah, like, you know, potentially under the disco fever lights, yeah. you might just duck off or for disco some pash. quality time. Leads to a disco gnash every now and again, doesn't it? I think I'll, I've really delivered that in a beautifully politically correct way. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Hold on a second. I actually know that you have. Well, I think that I have after, post-sesh. Okay. so te- That wasn't really the question though, was it? Oh, uh, so technicality. You're <laughs> yeah, so I don't have to explain myself to you. So you're a no. Or to anyone else. On a technicality. Righto. <laughs> I think we'll just jog straight on. Sure. All right, so work. This one is directed specifically at you, so I'm just going to go make myself a cuppa after I ask. But, yeah, um, good. Good one. Are you loving your new job, H? Why did you leave the old one? Mm, had a feeling this might pop up. Yeah. Um, what, what have you got to say for yourself? Your job <laughs> no, slut? I'm happy to address it, I guess. So first part of the question, am I loving my new job? Yes, I am. Um, it's a really great culture. Uh, it's a little bit closer to home bonus but overall it's a really nice environment <laughs> it's a nice environment to be in and ticks a lot of boxes yeah it's good like it's it's challenging enough and I do feel like I'm bringing value to the team which is really nice um, so yeah ticks for ticks for the new gig 
Perfect. And the old one, do you want to address that at all? Or Yeah, look, um, like obviously it was pretty clear that I wasn't really happy there. But I guess while I worked there, like, you know, I wasn't going to talk ill of the business that you work for and, or anything like that. And at the end of the day, it was kind of just like a values thing that didn't really align and match up, you know. And I'll be honest, like the culture there wasn't really something that was resonating with me. And it was difficult. And there was a lot of... Um, I just noticed a change within myself, I guess, in terms of like just day to day, like anxiety and things like that, that I was feeling. And, you know, when I actually sat down to work out, like, why am I feeling like this? It was actually because I was kind of going into this environment that was pretty toxic um, for me. Mm. And I can't speak for everyone else in the business. That's not how it works. But for myself, that's how I felt. So I just basically had to get out of there. Great. And you did. Yeah. Props to you. Thanks, Doc. Fix your situation. Yeah. Oh, look at you. Bit of an Adrianism. <laughs> yeah, we're still here doing this podcast together, though, so <laughs> work to be done. All right, moving on. Next category I've got here is relationships. Yeah, okay. Something I'm well versed in. <laughs> so, anyway, we'll just obviously skip over that because <laughs> we know nothing. Yeah. No. Um, the question is... This was the one we got the most questions for, I would say. Relay shows. Yeah. People love a good relay show. Relay shows. <laughs> sure. Coin that, trademark. Okay, question is, thoughts on past traumas leaving you allergic, in inverted commas, to relationships. So, in other words, basically your baggage making you feel like you don't want to get into a new relationship. Yeah. It's kind of not really a question. It's just thoughts on it. So yeah, discuss. Hashtag discuss. Yeah, right. Um, look, something's got me allergic. To <laughs> I mean, yeah, you've really managed to avoid those. Yeah, I'm holding out for a hero, I think. No, that's nice. That's what we like. Don't settle, darling. No, never. I'm a prize. Yeah, like each relationship that you're in comes with a little bit of baggage, you know, and every time you're in one, you upgrade your... Your weight class. Yeah. For each, the next flight. <laughs> yeah. Fragile, heavy load. Yeah. You know, you go from carry on to your 20 kilo to 30 and then now you're checking in the big oversized surfboard. Yep. Lift with the knees. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Um, I think definitely I have some trauma that I'm carrying from just failed, almost relationships even. Yeah. hundred percent. That's got its own little traumatic legs, I think. Yeah. But I guess, yeah, what they're asking is how does it leave you allergic? Yeah, it does. But I think you also have to keep pushing through to kind of like you know you can't just sit around and be like oh well, i can't do it anymore like you're never going to learn anything it's not really you're not going to experience anything new no just push through and have fun by being allergic in yeah. inverted commas exactly right so take some towel fast and jog on <laughs> all right i've got another one for you okay we're back to the sex category oh god mitch yeah explain to us your last sexual experience was this directed specifically at me? Or it did says, you... Mitch, oh, explain God. to us your last sexual experience. Um, it was 1984. <laughs> no, it was not super recently. I'm not going to put a time on it. It's not your fucking business. But... We've been in lockdown and whatnot. Yep. Troubled time. Um, it was with a lovely gentleman who didn't speak a huge amount of English, <laughs> who uh, lives really close to my house. Okay. So I get over there and he's watching Money Heist without any subtitles on. Oh. <laughs> Which so is he's, fun. He's, I was just like, oh, I can't really enjoy this. He's taking Spanish on the side or like... He's Colombian. Yeah. Ah, there it is. Yeah. So that's that. Um, and 
also had this enormous building of like Jenga blocks, like that was almost <laughs> to the roof of his bedroom. Oh, this is a good story. <laughs> that I was just terrified that I was going to knock over. Um, so yeah, basically just took a lot of photos of the Jenga tower, <laughs> didn't knock it over, had a lovely evening, got home the next morning, Bob's your uncle. And I've showed every single person that photo ever since. I was going to say, can confirm the Jenga block was quite impressive. Oh, we can put it on the story. I've got it. Still. Yeah. Done. There yeah. you go. Watch that the space. Mean? Oh, well. I'll, I just go to these boys' houses for a funny story. Do you know what? I'm pretty sure it's in my Tinder bio. It says something like that. Yeah. It's my main goal. <laughs> Make me laugh. Take me out on a date so I can bag the shit out of you on my podcast. <laughs> That's it. And then we wonder why we're single. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> all right. Anyway, my turn. Yeah. So this is a new category. Yes. Uh, family. Great. Are we mm-hmm. close to our siblings? Um, okay. I'll kick it off. So Please do. I have a younger brother, seven years apart. We are close. We definitely have a good relationship. It's definitely not a bad relationship. I would just say that we definitely have more of a parental, like child kind of relationship rather than like sibling, if that makes sense. Sure. He, um, you know, the, the age gap, we were always just in different stages of life. Like I started high school, he, you know, I left, blah, 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 like that whole thing. And, um, you know, my parents both worked when he was really young. So like mm. on school holidays, I would just stay home and look after him did the nappy changes. Like I've just kind of always had that kind of figure with him. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't like necessarily like hang out as like best buds, but like if he ever needed something, he would call me and you know, there's absolutely no issue there. So yeah. yeah. Phone to mum. <laughs> yeah. Phone to nonna. <laughs> and you? Um, yeah, we're very close. I have two younger brothers. Mm-hmm. People are often shocked that I'm the oldest in that trio mm. because I'm, I don't know. I'm filled blanks. I don't because you look like a child. Yeah, maybe. And I'm a brat. Yeah. <laughs> um, but no, we are extremely close. Yeah. I, the middle one is close, but doesn't really demonstrate that. Yeah. But every time we see each other, we're like best friends. Yeah. And then the younger one is my gentle, little, beautiful, emotional protege. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He texts me all the time, just like, miss you. Yeah, we love him. Yeah. He's we love cute. them both. Yeah. They're both great boys. Yeah, good boys. House full of boys. Between yep. the two of us. Yep. Big bustling wrestling matches going down there, let me oh. tell you. <laughs> Show them who's boss. All right, next question. Back to relationships. Mm. Have you ever slept with an ex? All my exes. Ah, oh, yes. All of them. <laughs> Let's just ask you this one, because I obviously don't have a huge amount to contribute. Yeah, no. Um, have I slept with an ex? No, I actually haven't. Um, I'm just kind of like, once it's... I don't know. A lot of people always say like, oh, you know, like I have hung out with my ex-boyfriends before. And the question it was always asked first, like, mm. oh, did you guys sleep together? Or like, was there sexual tension? I'm just like, there's a reason why we're not together. And I'm kind of like, once the radar switched off for me, it's kind of off. Well, it's sort of like going to a store, you know, say like Venroy, mm. buying this shirt, taking it home, wearing it for a year, mm-hmm. deciding you hate it, mm. throwing it out mm. and going back to Venroy and buying the same shirt, isn't it? That's, mate, you hit the nail on the head. Yeah. I hope everyone's got a great visual after that, because I certainly do. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, another family. Yeah. Um, do you want to have kids one day? Ooh. Um, so I guess like rewind five years ago, the answer would have always been, no, nah, not really interested. Like it's really? not really on my journey. Right. Rewind 10 years ago. 
And yes, like when I was a kid, I always wanted that. I wanted that like nuclear family. It's kind of weird. It kind of like disappeared for a little bit. But I think it's like a very like gay young thing to like desperately want just like normal life. hundred percent exactly where my like, you know, want was coming from. But now I'm kind of like, I understand kind of what's involved and how it would work for us. Mm-hmm. And that that's not necessarily as easy as running upstairs and having sex. So yeah. like it would be... A- Although we do keep trying. <laughs> I'll do it anyway. <laughs> Um, it's been a commitment that I think I would make fully with a partner if we both felt like there was something missing yep. for us, but it's not a be all and end all for me. Sure. Mm. Quite easy breezy. It's yeah. not like you at all. No, I think like I would love ideally like to be in a relationship and kind of live that like really free life, just the two of us for a period of time and then be like, do we want that? And then throw away 18 years. Rather than like a lot of, you know, a lot of my girlfriends who like sort of getting to this age now where they're very like feeling like they're under that pressure or like their time is running out. So they want to have their kids sooner than later. Whereas I don't feel like I have that pressure, Mm. Mm. which is a a nice little perk of being gay. Yeah. It's gotta be one. (laughs) What about you? Um, I'm similar. I've always been very strictly. Yeah. I would love to have four kids. Yeah. And I think I'm just at that stage right now. Um, sort of in the five years behind you (laughs) part where I'm like, maybe, not mm. I still think that I would But It's hard to picture right now Right It's so hard to picture And I just feel like Children would age me <laughs> Look you can't even wipe your own ass Let alone someone else's So Excuse me You have no <laughs> idea what I do in the loo I know it smells <laughs> Drip dry <laughs> So last one we've got here We chucked a random box up mm. And I thought this one would be good so obviously on everyone's lips at the moment. Everyone's radar. The Olympics. Question mm. was, have you guys been watching? I am actually a slut for the Olympics. I was going to say, you were frothing at the mouth over this question. Oh. I was not. So I have zero interest in sport for three years and 11 months in a four-year cycle. Yeah. <laughs> you know, timeline's been a bit skew if this year yeah. since the Olympics were supposed to be 12 months ago. But I love it. I'm literally glued to the screen Four days ago, I had no fucking idea what canoe slalom was. Oh, God. And now I'm hooked. What the fuck is it? I was literally today at the office at work watching basically people whitewater rafting by themselves in a canoe. Oh, like down the rapids. Yeah, going Mm. through like the sticks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, don't hit a stick, two second penalty. You can't miss a gate. It's a minute penalty. This girl, she's like, we had a gold hope. Mm. I love it. That and gymnastics and a bit of um, equestria and dressage. I just think there's something glam about those prancing horses. I do like watching the horsies. Um, Also, just like watching the men in their nice little swimmers. Well, that's it. I think my whole Instagram feed at the moment is just like thirsty gays watching gymnastics. Literally. Gymnastics (laughs) and swimming. (laughs) God, we're desperate. Well, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to... uh, the game show round. The game show round. Last week we did a couple of shoot shag marries that really hit it off with the fans. That's right. So this week we thought, let's keep it going with a fun little game. Mm. Don't know how long this will last. We'll probably run out of games you can do on a podcast, but... Oh, le- we could circle back. Leave it with us. Yeah, recycle. <laughs> yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. I'm, I'm all for the planet. So this week we are going to do a version of Would You Rather? Mm. Which is just would you rather, not a version of it. Is correct. that correct? Yeah, yeah. Cool. great. So I've written down two and Mitch has written down two. Mm. All right, so I'll kick off. Sure. First one is, would you rather 
have a shaved head and a mullet <laughs> or a shaved head and a rat's tail. So you've got no hair anywhere on your head <laughs> besides the back. Our future. <laughs> well, you could have the mullet, I'll have the rat's tail. Yeah. So, and then, yeah, you've got a mullet or you've got a rat's tail. Now, the rat's tail... Fuck me. I'd rather have no head. The rat's tail is quite long. It's like a long kind of platter. Well, I would assume if I was having a rat's tail, I'd commit. It's not like a pissy little one. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. of course. I mean, it will start like that. Could you could be into but martial arts or something. Rome like wasn't built in a day. <laughs> this rat's tail... <laughs> I think gun to my head mm. and the gun would have to be to my head <laughs> for this to ever happen. Because you you pride yourself on having beautiful hair. Oh, it's, the, it's 80% of my personality, <laughs> which doesn't lend well to being on a podcast, but yeah. I think that I would go the mullet. Okay. Yeah. They've been more on trend of late. Mm. Yeah. What would you pick? I would maybe go the rat's tail and just channels this new energy as like Anakin Skywalker <laughs> or... I say Anakin Skywalker like I've seen Star Wars. I know nothing about it. Yeah, right. Cool. Anyway, your go. Um, okay. Would you rather... I don't know why this has come into my head, but maybe just... I mean, not wiping my ass on the toilet. But would you rather <laughs> have the most poisonous smelling farts or putrid bad breath? Oh. I think I might have actually Googled that one. I'm going to go with poisonous farts for sure. Yeah, I agree. Bad breath to me is a real no-no. And it is just like a constant. You know, and if you've got really bad fart, you could maybe excuse yourself out of the room, let it out. Mm -hmm. If you've got the breath, you're talking to someone, what do you do? I also think there would be some kind of solution. Like, why aren't we soaking our underwear in like... (laughs) <laughs> Santel 33 or something, you know? Oh, you think, like, absorb the, yeah. the smell? Yeah, like, I think there's things t- to be done about that. You could just line your jocks with, like, some... Some potpourri. Some, <laughs> some like, pads that have been soaked in, you know, Glen 20 or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah righto. Yeah. yeah, cool. Okay, on to the next. Mm. Would you rather lose the ability to cry forever or cry every day for 20 minutes randomly? Can't half tell I wrote this one. Yeah. <laughs> Um, this might shock you, but I think I would rather cry every day. Really? I thought you were going to go that I know. You think you know a guy, and here I am, just full of layers to be peeled back. Can I get the breakdown as to why? I actually do really enjoy a good sob. Well, I only cry really at happy things. Yeah. But I don't think I would want to lose that. Mm. I know. That's why I was like, I just don't think you could just pick never cry again. Yeah. Imagine the built-up emotion. You just have a breakdown. Well, do you think that... I mean, does it just mean tears aren't coming out? You could sit there sobbing, just dry-eyed. Someone asks how you are. haven't cried in years. Like, someone have a freak out on them. I think you could probably still sob dry-eyed. No, I don't think you can. I just don't think you're able to cry. I mean, you can't express that emotion. Or because the other side is 20 minutes randomly a day. You just... You know, what if you're in a boardroom meeting and you just start crying? Well, I think... just be a delicate tear down the cheek or something people could feel sorry for you yeah you'd win the pitch that way promotion maybe even (laughs) okay so last one before it's curtains down on game show night yeah before we release the big prize money yeah (laughs) ring a ding ding (laughs) would you rather be trapped in a comedy movie with people you hate or trapped in a horror movie with people you love (sighs) okay hold on let me just process that so if i'm in the horror movie the people i love are gonna die 
essentially. Well, it's the assumption. Usually there's, you know, someone at the left at the end. Mm. I feel like it wouldn't be you. All of my friends are also quite stupid, so they'd die quite quickly. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, Who do you think would last longer out of the two of us in a horror movie? It's usually the stereotypical virgin that makes it to the end, so <laughs> both of us. <laughs> I was going to say, I don't know, you're the young, kind of like pretty one, so I feel like you'd probably die first. Oh, you think I'm the girl that goes and checks the basement <laughs> Maybe. In, in scene one? <laughs> yeah. I'm Drew Barrymore. Yeah. Cool. I mean, and the flip side, like I'm in the comedy movie with people I hate, mm. but then I'm, but I would just be funny then. So I think I'd go that one. Yeah, I agree. Like I'm happy to be the funny part of the movie. And if I hate you, I would love to just make fun of you and probably make me funnier. Of course. Well. So glad we said it on it. Yeah. So basically, if you and I were in a comedy movie, <laughs> we would do really well. Yeah. Just surrounded by everyone we hate. All right, bitches. So the last segment of this episode is our advice segment. Now, Did you just call me a bitch. No, the listeners. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, not, not you, Dal. I love you. Yeah. Good. Yeah. So this one actually, someone emailed it like two weeks ago, and I've been dying. To get it on the air. Yeah, of course. Because I think it's interesting. So, she says, So a good friend of mine sent me a screenshot of a guy who grew up in my area asking if I knew him because he had started chatting to her online. Which is obviously the first thing you do when someone slid into the DMs. Who are the mutuals? Let's do a reference check. Absolutely. So far, I see nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Right. Little did she know that this guy has the worst reputation in our area and has done a good job of making a really bad name for himself. Mm. Lol. Bad boy. Mm. I respond to her and tell her she needs to stay away and that he is known for being heavily mixed up in the wrong crowds, has been known to have a serious drug addiction and also known to be physically abusive to his previous partners. Dot, 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 an absolute dropkick. Hashtag bright red flag. Yeah, okay. Wow, that kind of just went south really quick. Yeah, God. I didn't really It's quite that. the um, disendorsement. Yeah. Is that a word? I don't know why I'm asking That's you. That's a do not hire. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If I've ever read one. Yep. I will go on. So immediately my friend was like, okay, wow, that's crazy. And I left it at that thinking that this was, it was pretty clear that she would never speak to him again. Dot, dot, dot again. Boy, was I wrong with like six Gs. She's really driving that point home. Was it a she or a he? I mean, it doesn't really matter. It's a she. Okay. My friend told me a few days later that she planned to go on a walking date with this guy because she had to find out for herself what he was really about. Pause. What? Yeah. I mean, what? I kind of get it. Do you? Well, I'm just a glutton for punishment, so... I don't know. How many times have you told me don't go there? Yeah, okay. How many times have I gone there? I'm going to keep reading. Okay. After the date... (laughs) I need to know what happens next. After the date, she told me that she had a really good time and that they got along really well and that she thinks people can change. This blew my mind as I had just finished telling her about the horrific things that this guy had done. I didn't know what to do and I told her that I thought she was being stupid and that if someone, something ever happened to her, I would be upset. She told me she's going to need to think about it because she felt like she really had a connection with this guy. He's literally not a good egg and I'm worried about my friend. What should I do? Do I have to let it go and let her work it out? SOS, I'm freaking out, lol. 
God, this is like a difficult question. Mm, I almost feel like we're like not really equipped to answer this. Yeah, there's a lot of layers here. Um, And like, I think on a serious note, like... Abuse is not something to be taken lightly. Like if he's on drugs and he's changed, I I can kind of like see that narrative. A hundred percent. But if your friend is like he's bashed someone, a, a previous partner... Correct. Just why... And, like, that just, it just, it's just risky. It's risky for yourself. And it's kind of like, I just feel like if I was, if I heard that, I'm just trying to put myself in her shoes. If I heard that, I would, I'm not even invested enough in this person to, for it to really need to bother me. Like, I should just be able to walk away. Mm. I can kind of see, on the other hand, though, where poor, we haven't even named this girl. Cynthia. Cynthia is the poster. Yes. And who's the other girl? Stacy, Stacy. So I can kind of see where poor Stacy's coming from because mm. when you're just in the throes of those early little things, it's the butterflies that you're getting. Yeah, and you're like, yeah. you don't know Cynthia, you don't know him like I do. Yeah, but we had a really great time. He's such a nice guy. Like I get that. Yeah, they always are. But Cynthia, <laughs> how bitter do we sound? They always are <laughs> fucking dogs. Um, <laughs> no, but Cynthia just wants to look out for her friend. Yeah, of course. And now she's like, the, her question here is like, what the fuck should she do? Look, I think Cynthia. In this situation, you're going to need to, like, if you've said to her, like, well, your piece, at the end of the day, this is Stacey's journey mm. and you can only do what you can. And I guess just kind of support her in that way. And hopefully she works it out for herself. Yeah, I would say, Cynthia, keep your eyes peeled. Mm. I've experienced a friend who's been in an abusive relationship before. Mm-hmm. And I think it's a real juggling act because... If you push too hard against it, when mm. it goes south, they won't want to tell you. 100%. So you need to just keep your eyes on it. Yeah. And know when to step in. Correct. But also don't be like a lecturer. Yeah, I agree. 100%. Mm-hmm. Great. Hopefully I've provided some kind of assistance to poor Cynthia. In yeah, this that was a, that's good advice, love. I would do the exact same. And I've been in the exact situation and that is exactly what you need to do. So, yeah. Great. Good one. Thank you. So the next bit, um, we had a listener who kind of didn't understand the assignment and didn't ask for advice, but just sent in a really hilarious story via voice memos, which we love. Yeah. It does create the challenge of me now having to relay it from memory. Correct. (laughs) Yeah. So bear with me. Yes. We want to keep your privacy, you know, is our utmost importance to us. So we wouldn't play the voice memos (laughs) live on air. We don't have the technology for any kind of voice alteration or anything like that. So... It's just me. Like current affair. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, just a silhouette in front of a window. Yeah. So this girl has messaged in and she's basically said that she was sleeping with this guy for a time. Yeah. She's a big dog girl, this girl. And (laughs) (laughs) she's a big dog girl. (laughs) Meaning she loves dogs. She loves dogs. Yeah. (laughs) She's not a huge dog. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And I think the dog of this man was a part of the reason why she was returning to the scene. Okay. Loves dogs that much. Yeah. This is, I'm reading between the lines a little bit there, but. Sure. But just a bit of hot sauce on the story. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, always. Painted picture for our beautiful (laughs) listeners. Um, So she's over having sex with this guy, just like a beautiful lovemaking session. (laughs) Um, And the dog is known to like hump her when she's at the house. Yeah. I'm assuming he's not de-sexed or just, you know. Super toey. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 
sees a little slice walk in the front door. <laughs> he wants to grab her before anyone else can. <laughs> so she like kind of brushes it off. Um, you know, whatever. Dog's humping me again. Just kick it. Not kick it, but you know, push it away. Yeah, yeah. Damn um, boy. She finished having sex with this guy. She's lying in his bed. Dog jumps up next to her and starts like humping her arm. Uh-huh. Um, and she's like, oh, what should we call him? Bruno. Bruno. She's like, oh, Bruno, you fucking dog's humping my arm. Yeah. What are we calling her? Um, what about Chutney? Chutney? <laughs> like Chutney Wyndham from Legally Blonde. Okay, yeah. Sure. So Chutney's like, Bruno, the dog is humping me, my arm. And he's like, oh, just push him off. It's fine. Don't worry about it. Yeah. So Chutney p- pushes the dog off. Dog's pretty persistent. Comes back, keeps humping the arm. Chutney at this point has had a shower mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden just feels something wet on her chest. No. And he's like, oh, that's so weird. I've already showered. Oh. And it feels like there's like cum on my chest. <laughs> and then she's like, obviously a bit confused by this situation. And he's like, oh my God, Bruno's dog is just like blew his load on my tits. <laughs> Big bulldogs just blown all over me. <laughs> yeah. Basically. That's, oh, it's so fucked. That's a visual. So, I wish I could play the voice memo because fuck, it's a howler. So, <laughs> so wait, he actually did? So lights go on. She's covered in dog semen. Oh my God. Yuck. Disgusting. Like Yuck. he's literally finished. Like <laughs> just soaked. She's just washed up, poor girl. She turns to this gentleman, Bruno, next to her, and he's like, your dog has literally just came on me. (laughs) And he goes, oh, so you got the daddy-dog combo. And he's like, him and the dog are fucking in the corner, broing out, probably high-fiving. Being like, yeah, we both got our rocks off, sick. I'm picturing, like, Ted, the movie, you know, like the little bear and the man. Literally. (laughs) Fucking... She's. Oh. <laughs> I mean, it's a story to tell, right? And that's kind of the thing. Like, I could hear sort of the glee in the voice of this memo. Yeah, because she's probably come to terms with it. It's trauma for the night, but also, like, now it's a great story. Hilarious. Lucky she's a big dog girl. <laughs> big dog chutney. <laughs> it's an awful... This poor girl. Thank you. <laughs> oh, oh she love it. Well, chutney... That's all we've got time for this week. I just really love that name. Yeah, thank you. If this is the first time you're listening to us, then please... It's taking a turn. <laughs> We're so sorry. We don't always talk about dog jeers. No. However, we might again. Every third episode, no. Uh, please head to our Instagram, guys. It is at Message on the Machine. Give us a follow. We post a lot of stuff there during the week. Try and keep up to date with all of you and whatever's going on in between our days. Yeah, we just cracked 500 followers. Did you say that? We cracked it. The big 5 <sighs> We're flying past it. Obviously, after you've done that, or before, because that makes more sense chronologically, stay on the platform that you're on and subscribe to us or follow us or whatever it says to do and leave us a review if it's Apple because we do love to see what you guys actually think. Absolutely. Share it around. Tell someone about it. That's how we grow and we really appreciate that and we love seeing DMs come through. Keep sending us your funny stories. Keep asking us random questions. We'll do another installment of this uh, next month. Yeah, can't wait. And on that note, guys, good luck out there. Yeah, we'll see you at the next one.